All right. Hello, idiots on parade. D2 Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? And hi, Kat. We got you back this week. Hey, yeah. Good to be back. Uh, listeners, uh, if you're new to the podcast, that's Jake Vevera, comedian in New York. I'm Nathan Timmel, comedian. Uh, I'm in Iowa right now. And uh, Kat is our sometime, well, all-time friend, sometime partner who... She is the uh, the gatekeeper of uh, information. When Jake and I blather on and on, uh, occasionally we'll go, wait, it was like that guy that did that thing in that movie, and then Kat b- Googles it so we can keep blathering on and on. And then she goes, uh, you dummies were thinking of this guy. So she, uh, she helps Sometimes us. we'll spend all episode arguing over what the age of consent is in tennis. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it, it doesn't seem like it should be that important, but right there in the moment, it, it really is. Yeah, we get lost. But with Kat, she just goes, fuckers, it's 16. And then we, oh, then we have to listen to her. And uh, 18. I, I was just going to say, I actually don't know if it's 16. That was just me tossing out a number. I'm proud of them. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Well, it says 18, a close age exemption allows teens 13 to 18 con- to consent to partners less than four years older. Okay. I think that's fair. The four year buffer, I think, is fair. If you're in the same yearbook, uh, play ball. That's what I say. Well, I think they should bump it to 16 because, like, 13 and 17 for four that's a little much. Like, oh, 13 no, year no, old no, no, no. Yeah. 17. That's not what they said. That's not what they said. See, no, I'm, yeah, yeah. That's what it says. It says if you're between 13 and 18, you can have a four year different. Yeah, that just means that doesn't mean if you're 18, you can fuck a 13 year old. That means uh, 13, there's a, there's a four year. So that means, wait, wait that's like, what, 15? No. Six, 16. Why can't I do math right now? 13, 17. 14, 15, 16, 17, 13. So 14, 15, 16, 17. That's four years. That's 17. And that's awkward. Yeah, right. 13 bone and 17. 13. Is, that's a little fucked up. Yeah. yeah um, a 13 yeah, and a 14 I, year old shouldn't be fucking. But if they are, all right. They're no, 13 and 14. Even, even 13 and 15. That's two years. 13, 16. Yeah. Creepy. But I don't no, think no, I'm, I'm going to send a kid to juvie for it. But 17, that's, that's, that's where I'm drawing the line. I think really what it says now that I clicked on it is individuals age 17 or younger are not legally able to consent. And then there's just a punishment difference between yeah. if you're within yeah. that four years of the 13 to 18. I so there's like a tier. Said. All right. That makes yeah, sense. Pretty much. It's like yeah. uh, first degree murder, manslaughter, uh, aggravated assault, only with the uh, sex with a minor. All right, Tennessee, you're, yeah. you're, you're doing something. I'm not sure what. See, I think they should just leave legal like, – they should label them uh, that it should be tiered in terms of like famous comedian sex allegations. You know what I'm saying? There should be an Aziz Ansari. There should be a Louis C.K. There should be a Kevin Spacey. <laughs> it, sh- it should go like that. You know, I think that's wh- how we should label these. Eh, I like that. That's a, that's a good way of doing it. All right, we're, we are recording on Friday, February 22nd in the morning. This will post on Monday the 23rd, 24th, 25th, or 26th. Talk about being a mat, bad at math. I can't even count several days ahead. Um, so if anything happens over the weekend that we don't talk about, it's because it happened over the weekend, and we are not clairvoyant. We cannot see the future, and that would be Monday the 25th. This will post. All right, let's jump into some stories. First thing I want to talk about is a complete shitbag Nicholas Sandman, student at Covington High School, is suing the Washington Post for $250 million for uh, bullying, what is it, engaged in modern-day form of McCarthyism to target Sandman because it wanted to 
it, to advance its well-known and easily documented bias against agenda against Donald Trump. Now, Nicholas Sandman is the, the kid who was smirking at the Native American drummer and that big blow up at the uh, Washington Mall. Uh, what Jake and I, I think, determined, or at least my opinion is, and I think we sort of, is that Fuck everybody involved. I mean, the kid is just a stupid kid, and that's fine. But the thing is, they were there because they have shitty parents that dressed them up in shitty asshole MAGA hats, like their their I'm an asshole uniform. So they went there to protest women's rights, and there were black Israelites there yelling hateful shit at them. And people are trying to say, oh, the kids are the victims. And I say, fuck them all. Fuck the black Israelites, the, the, the elder that marched into his face when he didn't have to. And the kid for being there in the first place and being an asshole. But now the kid's family, who obviously they're assholes because they raised a little asshole and they're little fucking Trump MAGA shitbags. I love how non-biased you are in this. Uh, I am completely <laughs> And then the little objective. cocksucker walked over there. <laughs> <laughs> so, but they're going to sue just now. If he laid out a blanket uh, post saying, you know, like, I'm going to sue every media outlet that uh, disparaged me. Then maybe you could say he's fighting for honor, but they they explicitly say we are targeting the Washington Post. All right, Post. I see that a bit. Yeah. yeah it, I was just googling something. It was actually on Fox News that they had a law professor on, and he kind of broke it down and said the same thing. Like, if he really wants to, I mean, they've got a pretty good chance of winning it and getting the post to settle for something a lot less. But yeah. They made it, they made a huge legal mistake by mentioning Trump in the, the broader right. media. Right, exactly. It's like they should just say, we represent this one guy, a kid, his reputation's been hurt. This isn't about Trump. This isn't about, you know, trying to chill the media. You know, it's a, they're saying it's a serious tactical blunder by the lawyers. I, I think so, too. And, and I, I do sort of agree with that kid in a sense. Now, do I think 200 million seems like, yeah, like you said, it's a highball number. It's uh, because, yeah, the media absolutely did a horrible, piss poor job in that and and completely fucked those kids around with partisan politics. That, that's absolutely true. I, I agree with all of that 100 um, percent. The part where you make it all about Trump and all about this one paper, that's a little weird to me. And and yeah, it's, it's clearly a highball number. It's clearly like, a, well, we're suing for. Seven billion dollars. We'll settle out of court for two hundred grand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it seems like one of those because yeah, I think the media was absolutely irresponsible. Did not do their due diligence at all. Um, that being said, if I work for uh, the National Enquirer, which whichever one they said that was, and I, you know I, I work in the 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 printing room. You know I, I work in the warehouse, and uh, a piece of equipment falls on me and paralyzes me for life. I'm gonna get like maybe 600 grand. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, should this kid get 200 million for that? No. Uh, but I think, I think they're looking at, uh, I, I think they're looking at the Hulk Hogan Gawker case and, 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 and jerking off to all the zeros involved in that case. And they're hoping to really settle out of court for big bucks. And, and yeah, man, I think the media did fuck up on that one. Like it, it they completely took that whole situation out of context and yeah, I don't I don't agree with those kids' politics, but let's face it, I, they were being antagonized by adults 
They're 16 fucking years old. They were being antagonized by adults. Another adult walked over to them and beat a drum an inch away from their face, and the kid calmly stood there smirking at them. They then took that footage out of context to make it look like these racist MAGA kids swarmed this Native American who was just beating the drum of his people and trying to fucking get water rights. And like, no, he was, he walked over and beat a drum right in their fucking face. And, the kid calmly stood there and smirked at him. And yeah, I, some of them were saying racist shit that was fucking horrible. And, and they're dicks too. But they remained pretty fucking calm for the situation. And I'm, I'm blaming the adults involved in this situation a lot more than the 16 year old. Just like I would, I would be doing if you fucking went and antagonized, uh, you know, young 16-year-olds at a Black Lives Matter fucking march and then took that out of context and was like, oh, look at this. Black Lives Matter hates Native Americans. That would uh, You would be the most racist man in the world if you fucking did the footage the same way at a Black Lives Matter protest as they did at a pro-life protest. So even though I don't agree with their fucking politics, I will at least give them the same uh, the same honesty and and the same scrutiny toward the media for doing them like they did. I agree with you, um, like 99%, maybe even 100%. But uh, first of all, I do want to go on the record in saying that Black Lives Matter does hate Native Americans. You heard it on this podcast first. Uh, we will do some Yeah, we're ground- trying to, we're trying to get original. And I heard they beat up uh, the guy from Empire as well. Yes. And, and anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Uh, that's just the next turn, is that Native Americans will be found guilty of beating up uh, that actor. Um, also, here- they turned on my furnace, the thing you guys probably hear in the background right now. I, I, blame, <laughs> I blame Black Lives Matter and Native Americans and the guy from Empire for that. And don't forget to run uh, your thing through the noise canceller to, to back, back that up. Yes. So, so yes. I agree with you that uh, the if adults— If that happens, listeners, you'll have no idea. What, that joke will not make sense at all. <laughs> the, the, the adults are to blame. That's what I said. I said I think that everybody there deserves what they got, kind of. And that's the problem because it's not this shitbag kid that is suing for $250 million. It's It's him and his family. So he has shitbag adult parents— that are raising him to be a bag of shit. And that's why right. this whole thing is fucked is yes. He's a kid who got thrown into a situation where you had asshole black Israelites yelling at him. And yes, you had this guy march up to him and he just stood there and smirked. So not really on him. However, you take it one step above. Yes. Blame the adults. If the adults had not said, Hey kids, we're going to throw you in these asshole uniforms that say, you know, fuck America, MAGA, whatever, you know, it means the same thing. And we're going to put you in this now, situation. To be fair, I don't, I don't, I don't really like that happened. whole, oh, you got a president's hat on. That means you're you're down with the Klan and shit. I didn't like, say he I was down with the Klan. I'm not I saying that, that. That whole, oh, if you're wearing a MAGA hat, that means you hate America. That means you hate this group and that group. I don't think that's fair, man. Uh, okay, so you're just a bag of shit that has no moral conscience, and you really are underinformed when it comes to pretty much anything in life. How about that? Yeah, I'll sign That's off on that. Rare. Okay. <laughs> so if his shitbag parents hadn't thrown him in this situation and said, "Come on, kids, we're getting on a bus and we're going to go do something to, to to hate on women," and that one I will say because okay, you can't say you put on a MAGA hat and you're automatically racist, but you can say if you put on your asshole hat and you go to a specific march to uh, say women who want a medical procedure are uh it should be denied that that puts you in the asshole camp as well so his parents are the shitbags doing the lawsuit and the ones who put him in that situation it if does, they had i'll never push said, back on that a little bit though man. okay i'll push back on that so um the the pro-life shit 
I, I work a lot uh, with the, the Catholic channel on Sirius XM, and they are super pro-life. And so this was a Catholic high school. That's why they were there. They're super pro-life. Right. And I don't necessarily agree with all the people that say, oh, if you're pro-life, you automatically hate women and all that. And this whole being pro-babies is just a facade. No, man, these people absolutely believe in what they're preaching when it comes to – like they they view it as the equivalent of, of straight up kicking a baby in front of a subway train. Like I think that most of these people that are protesting this stuff really do look at it that way. Now, do I agree with them? No. Do I think they're misguided? Yes. But I think just going – I, I think that the pro-life and pro-choice movements talk at pro, cross-purposes, basically, because you got one side going, um, aborting a baby after conception, it's a baby after concept, after the moment of conception, that thing is a baby, and so by doing this, you are murdering a baby. And then you have another side going, you're sexist and don't want to give women the right to choose. And, and so it's like both of those things, they're cross-purposes, man. They're not addressing what the other side is saying at all and so it will be it will always be such a polarized thing and so by just sitting there going this kid is there because he hates women it's like really is that what his mother sent him there to do is that why his mother is so pro-life is that why the the women that work at this school they just hate women they're all just samuel jackson and Django. you know they're all <laughs> just you know self-hating women no they genuinely believe that this shit is killing a baby now I don't agree with them, but I think to really address what those people are saying, you have to at least um, you have to at least acknowledge that's what they're doing there. And I, I think people are, are disingenuous when they say, "Oh, this is just one hundred percent about sexism." Well, for me, I absolutely agree with you, and that's how I feel. But it's more fun to use inflammatory language when I'm talking All about right, it. I hear that's you. why. Yeah. I use it. <laughs> Well, then I, fuck I, it. He's the I'm one who beat up Jesse Smotty or whatever. Yeah, fuck it. I, I'll say it right now. The MAGA kids jumped him, and then they blamed those poor Nigerian fellas. It was it was the MAGA kids from the, the – yeah, everybody thinks, oh, he's just smirking. Hey, today smirks at a Native American. Tomorrow beats up uh, the fifth most famous guy on Empire. Yeah. I think there's there's got to be something politically motivated by the parents to try to get this push. Just it's – if – it was really for defamation of character, then you would think it would be the kid in the school in why not sue every media company? Right, because exactly. Because the Washington Post is not the first and only one who jumped on that boat. Plus, they made it politically motivated, bringing Trump into it and bringing Jeff Bezos into it by suing for the amount of yeah. money he bought the Post for. I mean, with Bezos and the Inquirer and all that crap going on right now, there's there's something going on above this kid where like his parents must be trying to get in on something. Well, they just they want to bankrupt the post is basically what they they want to send a message that you know don't talk bad about Trump. That's literally all this is is that's why they're going after the post. All right, new story. Um, I don't want to stay on right wing politics, but this just happened this morning. This is the one that's going big. Laura Ingram uh, did an interview last night, uh, The Ingram Angle, uh, and frequent contributor Raymond Arroyo. Arroyo. Look, I'm going to be honest. I don't really know much about Laura Ingram. The only time I see her is when she makes the news because people are saying, I can't believe Laura Ingram said this. She's a piece of shit. This one I actually clicked on. And uh, if anything else she does that people call her a piece of shit for, I'm going to say that, yeah, they're probably right because... Um, 
John Wayne, well-known racist, gave an interview in 1971 uh, where he said, I quote, I believe in white supremacy until the blacks are educated to the point of responsibility. And he's for some reason, that's big news today. I have no idea why anyone is digging up a 1971 interview and saying, fuck John Wayne. I mean, he's dead, so who gives a shit? Hey, I'll say it first here on this podcast. I don't think John Wayne should host the Oscars this year. Boom. <laughs> I said it. Strong. Fucking done, John Wayne. You're canceled. Strong, bold stances we are taking today. So Laura Ingram, her response is... Uh, in light of shifting moral, ethical, and cultural codes that we should not be insulting him for the stance he took in 1971, they're either defacing statues or pulling them down, Ingram said of today's Critics of Wayne. This is what the Taliban does. The Taliban used to rip down historical markers, destroy churches. ISIS did this. Okay, first of all, Laura, fuck you. ISIS and the Taliban took down... Buddhist statues. Like they said, we disagree Today's with Today's Critics of Wayne sounds like the name of a shitty emo band. <laughs> but the Taliban, they said, our way is the only way, so we're going to take down these Buddhist statues. I remember when they blew them up. To say that someone that should have known better in 1971, it, it's you can't compare someone being a racist to... Uh, I, I, I'm just, I can't wrap my head around it. Jake, take off with this, because there's no way to say the Taliban and people who want to not, yeah. not, not erect statues and shrines to the Confederate flag are the same. That, that's, that's, that's completely two different arenas, ballparks, universes. It's, I can't tell if she is trolling or if she genuinely is this horrible a human being. Now nah, she's just trying to get clicks. So the, what happened with this is the left overreacted about something that absolutely does not matter uh, yesterday. And yes, so today, an interview from the, the right responded by completely overreacting on, on the other side, you know, because I'm not saying w that uh, racism doesn't matter. I'm not saying that I agree with what that man said in any way, shape or form. That being said, what, what I am saying is uh, I don't give half of a rat's tiny cock hole. <laughs> about what a, an actor who died in 1979 said in 1971. I, I like I don't care. He basically they're mad at him for saying uh, in 1971 what Steve King said like two weeks ago and then went back to voting on legislation <laughs> in Iowa. So I'm just saying yes. maybe go with racism that's a little more relevant, you know? Now, there's absolutely a lot of racism that's relevant. This is not one of those things. Uh, I actually went and found the whole interview. I haven't had a time to go through it, but they actually talk a lot about race during the thing because there's a lot of Black Panther stuff going on. And But the it was interesting. He hated that comic book movie way before I did. Oh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I guess nobody mentions the question in the full... I haven't seen the full comment in question, but it's like Playboy asked them, Angela Davis, and I can tell you right now, I don't know who that is, but Angela Davis claims that those who would revoke her teaching credentials on ideologic, ide, bleh, ideological, ideological grounds are actually discriminating against her because she's black. Do you think there's any truth in that? So basically a teacher is claiming they're revoking her credentials and they're discriminating against her not because she maybe sucks um and then so he responded 
with a lot of blacks, there's quite a bit of resentment along with their descent, and possibly rightfully so, but we can't all of a sudden get down on our knees and turn everything over to the leadership of the blacks. I believe in white supremacy until the blacks are educated to the point of responsibility. I don't believe in giving authority and positions of leadership and judgment to irresponsible people. And they kind of go on and talk a little bit, and he's kind of making the assumption, I mean, it feels like this conversation would be having back further in the day. But he's like, you know, how do they get that background? And he's like, by going to school. I don't know why people insist that blacks have ever been forbidden their right to go to school. They were allowed in public schools wherever I've been. Even if they don't have the proper credentials for college, there are courses to help them become eligible. He basically keeps on saying we shouldn't just be handing stuff over to black people because they're black. They should, like, earn the credentials like everybody else is kind of his stance in this whole conversation that keeps coming around to. So he's kind of like an old point. school racist who uh, they, they took the worst quote possible out of a eh, conceptually bad. But you, you for, for 1971, I'm not yeah. saying where he's well, coming right. from is a good place. Uh, it's, it's very convenient that they gave half a sentence. Uh, and that's that's the fucking headline. It's, uh, you know, they want to make it look like um, uh, um, they asked him. Hey, how do you feel about Martin Luther King? Well, let me tell you, you know, (laughs) no, it was in a whole fucking conversation about shit and they, and they took the worst sentence. And that's why we have cat because I didn't think to Google the entire interview. Jake, did you think to Google it? Uh, no, but I, I read an article about this that had more of the, I, I didn't, they didn't have that entire chunk, but they had, uh, uh, longer sections of that to where, yeah, they were basically talking about education and stuff like that. And then they they also had uh, chunks where he was talking about uh, liking seeing straight sex in movies instead of gay sex. I mean, there's other shit in there. Yeah. Well, but basically take 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 any racial component out of what he said. And it's actually not a bad philosophy. You don't give anyone anything just because they want it now you put black in and it becomes racist and kind of awkward right it's, it's super one-sided and just sort of writing off every horrible thing that happened in in history up until that point you know what i mean and just like no i i um uh lincoln uh, took care of everything and it's been completely right. fair since then you know like that's basically taking that assumption which is a horrible one-sided narrow worldview you know but it's like you got it. He's a product of his time and it doesn't make it right. But it's also like he, he's, he's a fucking actor who right. died to, to get <laughs> angry about it in 2019 ago. is like. Yeah. And, and I, I that that's why, Jake, your take on it is the best. The, the left overreacted to something stupid. So, of course, someone on the right pushed back with something yeah. equally as stupid. Just as insane. And the other side going, them getting mad at John Wayne is the, like the fucking Taliban, like what? What? No, no, it's not. What are you talking about? Well, and it seems like the Playboy interviewer was kind of pushing a lot of political issues because right after they talk about blacks, he starts asking about Indians and what his thoughts were on Indians versus like. Okay, did he ask so what the position was on the Washington Post and whether or not an Indian uh, beating a drum in front of a sixteen-year-old should uh, get uh, should be sued for two hundred and fifty million dollars? I'd Not like to hear John Wayne's take on that. He didn't have very many comments on that. He just said he wanted to see Jeff Bezos' dick, man. He's in it for just <laughs> Jeff Bezos' dick pics. Uh, well, I, think, I think Jake broke that one down uh, as far as it needs to go. I like Jake's take on it. That's a good one. So let's, Let me let's, just say that this one was a personal one for me because my dad did name me 
Jake after the movie Big Jake starring John Wayne. Uh, my middle name is Wayne, of course, after John Wayne's last Wayne last name. He is a diehard John Wayne fan. And I know a lot of you guys are thinking, well, Jake's dad clearly likes movies more than he likes equality. That's not at all. My dad is a fan of John Wayne solely for his Playboy interviews. He didn't even realize he was in movies until this outrage happened. And he went back and watched it. He's like, you know, I love the guy's interviews, but I got to tell you, in terms of Westerns, I'm more of a Clint Eastwood fan. You know what I'm saying? Eastwood was more gritty. It was more realistic. John Wayne's too polished and, and cleaned up and shit. It's just, you know... But uh, Clint Eastwood's more of a moderate in, in Playboy interviews, so I got to go with John Wayne. That is hilarious. Well, speaking of the Taliban, um, this is—I uh, remember when this happened. I actually wrote a joke about this. Um, an Alabama woman uh, joined the Islamic State, and my joke was: I get uh, she was she was a teenager when she did it. She was nineteen or something. And I, I made a comment like, oh, I guess my uh, wearing, listening to Slayer and wearing torn jeans doesn't seem like such a bad teen angst now, does it, Mom? Or something stupid like that. <laughs> um, sure. But I can tell you exactly what John Wayne would say about this situation. But I got, <laughs> he wouldn't let her back in either. <laughs> well, here, Fuck no. I, before we talk about letting her back into the country or not, here is the only reason I find the story interesting. Now, Jake and I, you and I have talked about people that have joined ISIS and then said, ooh, this was a bad idea. And my stance is, yeah, you're pretty stupid. You could, if you had done, you could see it was a bad idea from the outset. Here is what I find interesting. Several days ago, it was not big news, but it was it made the news in several places. It didn't go viral, but it was it was news. And I caught whiff of it. Trump uh, and a couple other people in his government were saying, hey, we have a bunch of foreign fighters um, locked up. The Kurds are holding them in Syria, Europe. You need to take all of them back. Whichever country from Europe they came from, you need to take your citizens back and deal with them. Otherwise, we're going to let them go. And it was a big stink. And suddenly, two days later, we find one person from America that joined ISIS, and we're like, nope, she can't come back, fuck you. And right. I find that hypocrisy very interesting, the idea that— Yeah, I didn't, I, didn't, uh, I didn't catch that. I'm glad you caught that. Yeah, that's the, so whether or not you think she should be allowed back in, the idea that we were saying, Europe, we're going to let these people go, they're your citizens, you have to fucking yeah. deal with it, and we have one. We have like two or four hundred, I, I don't have the number in front of me. Uh, foreign fighters, the Kurds are watching, and here, so so that to me is interesting. Now we can talk about whether or not to let her back in if you want to. I'm, I I'm, Jake and I usually take different approaches here. Uh, Jake's approach, if I get this correctly, correct me if I'm wrong, is yeah, you you sort of the the punishment of being an ISIS and being raped and having a child as a product of that rape, you've kind of already served your time. That's sometimes the the path Jake takes is you you already punished yourself. Mine is well you made your bed you're gonna lay in it now. Close you're 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 close to right. I think she should get back in, but she's got to be smart enough to say that this was two guys in MAGA hats that made her do this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she's got to blame it on that. She's got it. She's got to do that. But be smart enough not to have the guys buy the MAGA hats and ski masks with your credit card. That's the way she has to do it. She has to be smart, Jussie. She has to be smart, Jussie. Well, I mean, I she does say she, she would come back and go to jail and serve time here. And I'm 
kind of okay with that. I'm just not sure how long the sentence should be. I, I, I'm, I, I could be argued many different ways because I don't have a solid opinion. Like if someone says, you go to jail for the rest of your sure. life, I'm like, yeah, okay, you did join ISIS. You are very stupid. Um, if someone says, you know, 10 years of rehab, I, I have no idea what, what the punishment should be. Because, again, she said, oh, I was a very confused time in my life. I thought it'd be a good... It's fucking ISIS. I don't have much sympathy for people that say, I'm going to sign up for ISIS. What the... Yeah. If, I, I say, quick, if you get a chance, I already messaged you earlier. The Daily, New York Times got a podcast, The Daily. They had a really good uh, podcast this morning about it. And somebody actually went and interviewed her. And she was telling her story and stuff. And... Basically, what it is is so her dad was a uh, oh well, the reason diplomat. They're tr they're yeah, trying to say was, she's not a citizen because she was born here, but her dad was a diplomat. So right, but her her dad was fired the the year she was born, so he was no longer a diplomat, and she was born in the United States. So they're trying to say that she's not a U.S. citizen, and that's it's funny that, she, that 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 up. getting fired kind of gets you a perk in a way in right. that, in that yeah. sense. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, she was saying that um, that when she was growing up, her parents, like, she grew up in America and stuff, but her parents were so tight, like, she couldn't do anything. Like, she couldn't go hang out with just her normal American friends. She couldn't go, she didn't have a boyfriend. She couldn't go out anywhere. Wait, 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 um, wait. I apologize to interrupt, but I do have to interject here. So you're basically ahead. saying her parents are the religious extreme version of the uh, asshole kid in the MAGA hat who instilled shitty shit into their kid. And she, but she snapped. Apparently. Well, I think smirking at a Native American man who walks up to you and beats a drum an inch away from your face. Not quite as bad as going and joining ISIS and having just three saying, ISIS husbands. I know, the, I know the left leaning media would tell you otherwise. I know this kid is worse than the ISIS lady, but I, I beg to differ. It was actually, it was more out of rebellion because she was basically being isolated by her parents by not really being able Fuck to you, live Fuck you, Dad, I'm going to life. join ISIS. That's what happened? Well, no, she turned. She kind of turned inward because she didn't have much anything else to do. So she got really devoted yeah. into religion, and then started getting on these websites with these, you know, people that were, um, they were like kind of making their own, like reading passages out of the Islam and and interpreting themselves. The Quran. Yeah, whatever. I was half paying attention when I was driving, but. Basically, they, she got so devoted to her religion and kind of got onto this extremist site where they were, you know, preaching like, oh, there's a new Islamic state, this is where you should be, yada, 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 and it seemed she felt like that's where she should go and, like, that's where her religion and whatever was taking her, plus, you know, it got her out of, even in college, I mean, she was a sophomore in college, and she still didn't have any right to do anything. She, uh, what did she do? She, uh, she signed up for her second semester, her parents paid for it, she canceled her classes, took the check, flew to Turkey, and then got smuggled into Syria, and I mean, who among there. us? You know what I'm saying? Who among us can cast the first stone in this situation? <laughs> I have I have a story that goes sideways to all of that. Um, it my my dad, uh, his his uh, my uncle, his brother, uh, now now deceased, um, was gay, and my dad 
after um, my mom divorced him, he found Jesus, not in a good way where you just have a higher power or something you believe in, but he found it in that way of, oh, my wife left me, I'm going to turn to this hardcore religion, you know, when you just need something to hold on to, how you go overboard. So yeah. my entire childhood, my my uncle was just my uncle and his boyfriend was his boyfriend and there was, you know, no big deal, there was no homophobia, there was nothing. After my dad found Jesus, it started to creep in, and he started to say things like, well, you don't understand. My mom was uh, was abusive. Your grandmother, she was abusive. We had a dysfunctional childhood. So yeah. Joel decided to get back at them by trying this different lifestyle. So it, I'm gay can be biological, but I'm saying in, in, in Joel's choice, uh, in Joel's uh, situation, it was a choice. And applying that to what you said, what Jake, you said, and, and the description Kat gave about this. I mean, girl don't joining. get me wrong. Once I got so mad at my conservative dad that I blew a fella, but I mean, I didn't <laughs> move in with the guy. I didn't sign a lease with him. I didn't pay a broker fee. That's a little bit deeper. I think Ex that's exactly what I was going to say. That was my response to my dad is like, I, I was an angry teenager. A lot of teenagers are angry teenagers. That's what being a teenager is. But I don't think any teenager, I know for a fact, I never went, Dad, fuck you, fuck everything you stand for. I'm tired of your generation. And to show my protest, I'm going to go start taking it in the ass. I mean, that's that's not so this this girl. I do like the idea of this kid doing that. And like that is the sole reason. And he just sets it up to where his dad comes home from, uh, you, you know, like hunting or, you know, some other like super manly shit. And uh, he walks in uh, to, you know, put the rifles away in the cupboards and, or, or the, you know, the, the, the rifle racks, whatever. And uh, he, he walks into his bedroom to find what? An American flag spread out on the bed with the sun blowing a guy right on top of it. You know what I mean? That is that is sort of a fun mental image. Well, I mean, it's just so that's what this all wraps around to is I don't really have much sympathy for her. I, I, I plan on listening to the podcast. Jake, that's the same one you denounced uh, the other week. Um, it's the, the Daily of the New York Times, and I, I quite enjoy it. No, I, I, I it's a decent one, man. I've listened to it here and there. That being said, yeah, it does. It, it has a very obvious slant with, with certain stuff to where I'm, I'm kind of rolling my eyes at it a bit. Um, that being said, yeah, I, I am curious to hear her interview, but you got to take that shit with a grain of salt because right now this is a lady trying really, really hard not to, you know, get left in to rot in a Syrian refugee camp. Right, you know, right. so. You have to look at it through that lens. It's, it's sort of my problem with those, you know, making a murder and those true crime series. Oh, I think the guy's innocent because I watched the whole season by the defense. Really? Uh, you should also check out the documentary uh, Making a Footlong Sandwich, the story of how Quiznos hackers framed Jared Fogle. <laughs> He's innocent. Also check out the Bill Cosby documentary uh, Making a Classic Case of He, of he Said 57 of Them Said. It could have gone either way according to Netflix. Just don't listen to the prosecution. Only listen he to this guy's side who's wait, trying not to wait, go to fuck wait, with jail right now. Wait, I just... I, he said 57 of them said it could go... That was yeah. I had to interrupt you because I was murder. laughing too hard to hear what you were saying after it. Oh crap! I gotta find I gotta find my my computer's unplugged and it's about to die. Uh, don't die, computer! I'll be right back. Hang on. I say I will. I will say to the New York Times. I mean, they 
the person who interviewed her talking about it, she's not all like sympathetic for her because I guess there was two years where this chick was like tweeting for like attacks on America. And yeah, stuff. she was. She was. She was. She she tweeted very very not not just like I don't like America, but like kill people, kill kill heathens. I mean, she's... so I mean. They do, they do show that part too, and they they ask about some of it. So it it is more. I just thought it was interesting because they did say, I think of the people in that camp. There are only thirteen Americans, and she kind of said at the end that they're all kind of in limbo of being brought back, and there seems to be like just weird coincidences, kind of like hers of. Well, she was born in the U.S., but there's these constituents. So it sounds like the other 12 people that are there, there's some weird constituent that we're either trying to find so we don't have to bring them back or... A constituent is someone that's... Re- I, don't, I don't understand what word you're using. That constituent... Well, they're, they're finding something... Something's up with their background claiming that they're a U.S. citizen or something kind of like her. Because, you know, Trump's all telling the rest of the world, take back your citizens. And with the... Is that what you mean, they citizen, not constituent? Is that what you're... No, like, there's something minute in their You're saying, yeah, they're finding, they're, they're finding weird little... Uh, yeah, there's something they're, weird They're not going, oh, you're, you're a U.S. citizen, we won't take back. They're saying, well, they, they forgot to dot this T and cross right. this I, and so you're fucked, buddy. That kind of thing. Yeah. Uh. All right, let's get out of here on a couple of fun uh, notes. I will say, well, real quick before we move off on her, sure, sure, I, sure. I, I think that they should let her back, and and you you were right in your initial statement. Now, now I get the other side. I get and and I get that I haven't I haven't read up that much on this. Now it, it changes if it turns out that she was actually training to be a jihadist, and whereas it it looks more like she just married some of these guys, you know, and and had a kid and. Still bad, still still shitty, you know, especially she, like, look, uh, she married, she was what, on her third husband by the time she decided to leave? Uh, it's like the old saying, uh, get tricked into marrying an ISIS guy once, shame on ISIS. You know what I'm saying? Anything after that, that's kind of your type. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you have a type and that type is ISIS. Uh, I will say real quick, though. What she said once they got there, they were basically thrown into this dormitory house that was just full of women, and the only way to leave the house was to marry someone. Well, so basically, yeah, you that you know that going in, this is not a surprise. Yeah. It's ISIS. Well, and they asked her about that too, and she was like, "Well, I kind of saw some of that, but I thought." You know, before I could go over, I was kind of naive. Like, well, maybe I. Could I just thought it'd be different for me. That they won't do that to me. Fuck you. She's like, well, it seems like a detention for every woman on the planet is what the caliphate's after. I've talked my way out of detention in high school. This will, it'll be the same thing. It'll be like the Breakfast Club, only where we can only have our eyes showing. Pretty much, once they kill your husband, you gotta marry or go back into solitude. So marry again. Yeah, and and it's like that. I, I get I get why people would be like leave her over there I, I, it makes sense to me uh, that being said I I feel like her risk of of repeating this is fairly low because I don't think she enjoyed herself as much as she thought she would when she was looking at the Isis Barbie Dreamhouse castle or whatever <laughs> kind of fucking propaganda they sent her uh, it turned out not to be that so 
I feel like it would be um, it would be a more effective use of the situation by our our country, our government, our our people as a whole. If we a made ourselves the compassionate one and we're like, hey, um, you see this lady who denounced us and was down with the people who wanted to completely bomb the shit out of our entire country and wanted to, you know, death to, to, to America, death to the West. Um, we took her back because uh, we're compassionate, unlike the guys who are supposedly pro her that would, well, stone her to death for what she's doing right now or for showing too much cheekbone or whatever the fuck. Right. God damn so, it, you hippie liberal. You always make too much sense. Right. So we could and I also feel like strategically it would make more sense to bring her back because, um, again, I get the side of it that thinks, well, what if she kind of changes her mind again over here and straps on a fucking bot? Like, I get I get that, you know. Um, and again, if, if it turns out she was training to be a fucking suicide bomber, different story, you know, different fucking story. Right. right? But um I, 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 based on what I've read so far, it seems like the risk of that is low to none. Whereas if you, if you bring her back and maybe, uh, I'm not saying don't bring her back without any stipulations. I'm not saying you come back and Hey, here's the job teaching kids. No, I like you're, you're, you live in a fucking sort of, you know, you get to have an ankle monitor. You get to, we, we get to check your hard drive. We get to make sure you're not stockpiling any fertilizer, shit like that, you know? And, I feel like it's a very good strategic thing for us in preventing this kind of thing. If maybe one of the stipulations is you give a few TED Talks, you give a few little, you know, um, you give it a little, tell your story, tell how you decided to fucking go from Alabama to ISIS. You know what I'm saying? Because Well, to that me, one, is like, uh, I'm not sure that you, you're getting out of Alabama. So anything might seem better at that point. <laughs> sure. I get that, you know, but, but talk about it, you know, because um, the, the young girls tomorrow that might be doing this, because she did this when she was, what, 17, 18? She was pretty goddamn young, you know? And so the young girls that are trapped up in this world and that are deep diving this fucking ideology are not sitting here listening to our podcast. I can't give this talk to them to where they're A, going to hear it, and B, even if they did hear it, um, seeing my pasty atheist ass going, hey, listen, don't join ISIS. That's not a fucking good idea. Also, Try real bacon. Turkey bacon sucks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that video is it, it means nothing to them. You know, it's not preventing them from doing anything. If anything, me jabbering on about that in a video, if they watch it, that's going to make them want to go jo- join ISIS even more because they're like, who's this Steve Buscemi motherfucker telling me, uh, A, I shouldn't join ISIS and B, Islam is bullshit altogether. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not the one to get that message across. That has to kind of come internally. And she is the internal message for that. So if you have her putting out that message on, hey, here's here's why I ended up doing this, here's how I ended up doing this, and here's why that was a fucking horrible idea, here's what you can do instead. Here's This is coming from a, a, a young Muslim woman who is, is maybe feeling what a lot of young Muslim women may be feeling who may get fucking sidetracked and misguided into this ideology. Here's my story. Here's why that was a bad idea. And here's some places you can go instead. I think that is such a fucking, uh, so much more effective toward preventing this kind of thing in the future than, ah, let that fucking cunt rot in a, in a Syrian refugee camp. I think that does nothing but push people who maybe 
uh, playing around or, or thinking of going to that ideology, it does nothing more than be like, see, uh, America hates Islam and this is what they do to the true believers. That's, that's, that's how the other side will use this as propaganda towards them. And that's how they're going to get a few more fucking ISIS wives out of this. Jake knocking it out of the park. Well, you said something in there. I, I'm not going to push back on that at all. That's that's. I said up front that uh, I could be swayed, and Jake, you have swayed me. Fucking a Tuck. All right. Tucker well, Carlson you, to throw on a burka and suck my cock. You, He's my lady husband. <laughs> you did say something in there that brings us to our next story. Vegan bride uninvites meat-eating guests from wedding. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say right up top, I'm I, I'm going to guess that those guests didn't want to be at your fucking wedding in the first place. Yeah, the food was going to suck anyway. Yeah, I mean, she she uninvited her mom and two cousins who were bridesmaids. She she wants them to give up animal products forever. She you know, like not only does the woman want her guests to eat vegan on her wedding day, fine, I get it. It's your wedding. It's your day. You get to do whatever the fuck you want. Uh, your guests have to bring uh, sneak candy bars or beef jerky in if they want a snack uh, because you're going to feed them shit. But she wants them to give it like, okay, you, you get your goddamn wedding and it's, it's your, fuck you. I, I hope that all of these people just stop talking to her, that they're just like, you know what? I, th- she 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 is in her own way. She is she is this uh, Somali. Oh, wait, she is too. She's twenty years old. She, she's yeah, I was another say that. young person doing something completely yeah, stupid. Yeah, she basically joined the 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 vegan ISIS. Yes, the the hippie ISIS of the left. And when you get married <laughs> at twenty, it doesn't last. You you you, no. you 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 you're gonna get divorced within ten years maximum. No. It's, yeah, especially with as 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 touchy and sensitive as this lady is, she's gonna walk home. Her husband's gonna be drunk one day, and he's gonna use the wrong pronoun, and, and oh, she's gonna fly off the fucking rails. Wedding over. Or as Cat sent me a story, final story. She is going to uh, her husband's gonna be out of town on work. And she's going to want to uh, surprise him with dinner. So she's going to send him some Jimmy John's. And the Jimmy John's delivery guy is going to call her as this last story I sent and said, uh, hey, did you just have me deliver Jimmy John's to your boyfriend in another city? And she'll say, yes. And he goes, OK, well, I delivered it to him and a uh, naked girl on the couch. So, yeah, when you su- try and surprise, yeah. this was uh, the girl uh, from West Burlington, Iowa, Kayla Spear. Shared her breakup story on Twitter. She uh, she and her boyfriend live in different towns. Kayla wanted to buy some Jimmy John's for her boyfriend, and Jimmy John's ratted her boyfriend out. Ooh, that's got a sting. You know what they did on top of that? She had a breakup party yes. with her friends and stuff, and Jimmy John's catered it. Oh, that's amazing. Good for her. Jake, you <laughs> you you were you were a pizza delivery guy back in the day, were you not? Oh yeah, and I would uh I, I would always tell uh, customers when their spouse was cheating on them. You know what I'm saying? I think I think you owe that to your customers as a good delivery driver. Sure. So there you go. If you're going to cheat, uh, actually, no, not if you're if you're going to cheat, don't answer the door. But if your spouse or boyfriend or girlfriend or someone lives in a different city or is traveling, hey, uh, why not treat them to dinner just to see what's going on? Because. Uh, you you could uh, get some information you might need. I heard, yeah. Oh, it's not just it's not just cheating on spouses. I heard this is how Chris Hansen started to catch a predator. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he was delivering sandwiches, and he's like, "Dude, I'm tired of walking in on these guys with underage. Ca- I got to start a show about this. I got to fucking do something." 
I'm putting the sandwiches down and I'm picking up a goddamn news crew. And then I'm not paying my bill for catering and then getting sued. That's I can't remember what happened to him, but he was just in the news a couple of weeks ago because he got sued for not paying a bill for something. I don't I, really? I can't remember what it was. He bought a car. He bought something and he stopped paying. Or he didn't pay for something. So he got in trouble for that. All right. JakeVevra.com. Nathan. They're going to lock him up and it's going to be like uh it's going to be like the movie where the cop goes to prison. You know what I mean? And, and like, he's just going to be, there's going to be so many pedophiles in here. Like, I'm the reason you're in here. God damn it. I'm going to shank you in the shower. <laughs> that so many be. guys with creepy little mustaches gunning for him. Yeah. JakeVeber.com, NathanTimmel.com. Cat, you got a website? Uh, no. I didn't think, I, that's a joke. Yeah. Cat is a <laughs> civilian. She has no reason to promote herself. Cat, thanks for uh, helping out today and uh, looking up articles, especially that John Wayne thing. That that was oh yeah, good find on Cat. All right, yeah, kids, awesome. thanks for listening. Uh, say nice things about us online. Write five star reviews. Tell your friends to listen to us. Take take their phones. Steal your friend's phone and subscribe them to our podcast. That way, even if they don't listen to it, we get more subscribers. And considering we make zero money on sponsors and advertising, it doesn't make a difference to us how many, av- how many, sp- wait, what am I saying? Okay. All right. Just tell friends to listen to us. All right. Goodbye. Later. Yeah. Yeah, I made that awkward.